The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Marcus, and welcome to another episode of Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Today's guest hails from Melbourne, Florida, and trained at Pro Wrestling 2.0 under Alex Porto, Eric Lockhart, Cedric Alexander, and Jack Gallagher. He's worked for such promotions as Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling, I Believe in Wrestling, Real Pro Wrestling, Riot Pro Wrestling, Ring Wars Carolina, Platinum Pro Wrestling, WXW Wrestling, and more. He's a five-time ARW Hardcore Champion. He shared the ring with likes of Ray Zion, Jason Dugan, Vertigo, Butt Heavy, Zach Monster, Alex Misery, and more. So let's welcome today's guest, someone who wants to marry Pamela Anderson. I'm just not sure which version, but we're going to get to the bottom of that, I assure you. He's the Golden Girl's favorite, the Golden God, Jerry Swirls. How are you? I'm doing good, Brad. I'm doing really good. I would say that of all the intros I've had, that was probably one of the best ones. I normally oh. am the one that's always on the you, ground. So, you know, you know sometimes I, I'm limited uh, with the amount of uh, you know media I have to work with. So I always do my best trying to get like the most recent that I have access to. Well, I have I'm a glad question to, for you. Yes, I, go ahead. When I was researching all about Jerry Swirls. Do you have a healthy infatuation with Pamela Anderson? Well, I mean, to say she's like kind of my queen is a bit, you know, on the nose to say the yeah. least. Um, I mean, let's put when it like did this. Because like, you're a lot younger than me, I think. Oh, not, I think I know. And so when I was like in my 20s, she was really hot. You know, she just come off of the Baywatch stuff. Yes. When did you get into her? I got into Pamela Anderson. It's funny. Um, I discovered her stuff a little bit on uh, Baywatch after. It was uh, the night of WrestleMania 11 when she came out with uh, Kevin Nash and yeah. John Michaels. That was kind of a thing that I kind of discovered her. I mean, like, keep in mind, I wasn't even born in that time. But yeah, totally. 
I knew of her. So that mm -hmm. was kind of a thing that led me into, oh, she did Baywatch and she did all this stuff. So, I mean, to say that I'm a little obsessed is, uh, I mean. But, I mean, you've yeah. never been in her house at night while she's sleeping and you're creeping around with a mascot, I right? I mean, she kind of lives with me practically. So, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty so. awesome. That's a little bit on the download. Though, yeah, so. no, no, I won't tell anyone. Jeez. Oh, well, oh, I mean, we're alive, so. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky. You're a lucky man. You're a lucky I mean, man. Can I... least. Oh, however, yes. though, there is a uh, there is a special documentary coming out uh, very soon. So keep your eyes peeled on that one. But uh, we'll, we'll 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 find the deets on that one. Oh, soon. awesome! All right, something to look forward to. Um, the golden the golden girls. Yes. Can you explain the, the origin of, of this as part of uh, you as a pro wrestler? So the Golden Girl, the original idea actually came from uh, he was on your he was actually on your show, Jason Dugan. He was yes. the one that kind of came up with that uh, with that character. He's he's become a minor, he's become an owner recently of ARW along with his manager Frank Saltarelli at the Top oh. of Wrestling, and Alex Red kind of had a um, it's weird. This is. <laughs> It's gonna sound weird at first. I have a lot of weird stuff about me, so you know I'm we're sure. gonna dwell a little deep into this. Take your time. Um, so the Golden Girls character kind of came about when I was on a trip to WrestleMania, uh, thirty-four. It was on the way to New Orleans, and I remember on the way there, I didn't really like pack much. As a matter of fact, I didn't really have much money in my pocket at the time, uh, mm -hmm. check and stuff like that. So what ended up happening was it rained on the way over there so i didn't pack like a, i only packed like one change of clothes and i remember i just had like a jacket on i was shirtless my pants were soggy it was oh, it was awful <laughs> we, we pulled over to a walmart and you know out of the blue we see i'm, I'm walking through and i'm trying to go through all the shirt sections and stuff like that and the first thing that i see was the original uh blue golden girl shirt that had squads on it and i <laughs> No, no recollection, no, no thought process. Obviously, I've heard of, of the show. Sure. And I had you know, a little knowledge of it because my mom used to watch the show back in the yeah. day. So I looked at that shirt, put it over me, zipped up my jacket and never looked back ever since. Kind of weird saying it like that, but no, you know, no, obviously but it, I had to go pay for the shirt. And, I love the origin story. Yes, I'm it was a very... That very awe-inspiring and very uh kind of weird to say the least but it kind of just picked up from there so i kind of started to watch a little bit more episodes i recently watched oh this has become one of my favorite ones is you know the one where they're at the dinner theater uh murder mystery and b arthur is like kind of searching her well dorothy uh -huh. i'm so used to actors names and actresses <laughs> names and stuff like that um she went and she actually like you know went around like getting all the clues and stuff like that uh -huh. and then it led to an actual murder happen if you haven't seen the episode i, mean, I, I definitely i probably did live and only one time like when i was a little kid yeah but um no that, that's typical dorothy sounds like to me oh uh, typical but, dorothy you, wait there was a murder like an actual murder in this like setup? originally it was set, so the way the episode was set up and for all those people that don't watch golden girls uh, the yeah. way the episode was set up was they went to a uh i, I guess blanche was trying to get with somebody obviously yeah, she's so horny. oh she is she's <laughs> all i mean you know not like i have a pop-on figure of her in my, <laughs> uh, <first> bag. <laughs> um 
So anyway, we had the uh ah oh god, I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh so she got invited mm-hmm. and she bought the whole game with her. Um and Dorothy was picking up all these clues. There's a, a murder mystery had just taken place after a wedding. Yeah. And basically, you know, she uh picked out, handed out all the clues, you know, pointed out the murder mystery right there. This person did that such and such. Like, you know, it was just kind of like a little bit. bit sure, sure. And the one line that really struck to me was coincidence. <laughs> ah, do siblings like to have, uh, uh, do siblings like, I, 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 I forgot what it was, but it was like that line right there. I was like, huh, okay, let's incorporate <laughs> some of this kind of stuff into the character. Let's make some of these, like, because all their personalities are so different. You know, yeah, you yeah. The Woody, you have Dorothy, the, the, the smart one. Uh-huh. Rose, the the dim-witted one, Blanche, <laughs> the horny one. I mean, and you know, Sophia, who's the very witty yet, you know, I, I would say the most level-headed out of all of them, in my opinion. Do you know opinion. that when that show was filming, she was the youngest one? Yes, that that's actually crazy. That surprised me, actually. Believe it. Yeah. Not. Um. I never knew that for a long time. And it's crazy. Betty White has outlived all of them. Actually, as a matter of fact, I know uh, they're, the Golden Girls are going to become the theaters very soon. So that's kind of pretty cool to me. Really? But, yes. Uh, in Dallas, Texas, they're starting there. They're going to actually run like a Golden Girls movie. I think they're only doing it in select theaters and stuff like that. Wow. I know I am hoping, praying that, you know, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. You know, if anybody's able to give me tickets or anything like that, I mean, I'm not asking anybody. No, I'm kidding. I'm just. I'm know. hoping that there's no nudity in this. Well, I mean, I've never said I, to someone, Dorothy. Yeah, she's the hot one. You know, yeah. I've, never, I've never said that. Really, Dorothy's the hot one, huh? No, hey, hey, I, I just. I don't, no, I don't judge. That's fine. That's perfectly <laughs> fine with me. I just, I never knew that. Uh, you know, everybody's got their choices. Obviously, totally. I got mine. Totally. Um, <laughs> so you had a pretty busy weekend uh, this yeah. past weekend, correct? Well, I did. Take me through, like, what's, like, your routine on the day of a show? So, like, Are you excited when you wake up in the morning? I mean, like, my first thought is to obviously grab an energy drink and take a shower. Uh-huh. For sure. Um Normally my my day starts out with um I try to cook some breakfast. I try to have a little something like I'll try to make some eggs every now and then. Sure. I'll do like a little bit of um spinach with it. I'll even actually believe it or not, I'll mix ramen noodles with eggs and get a little bit of carbs inside me so that way I'm hung I'm good for the day. And depending on if I'm going out of state or whatnot, just kinda of prepare, get prepaid for that. <laughs> prepared <laughs> you know just kind of mentally get ready for the day and just kind of take up take it on from there um normally i'll have a raised energy drink or uh beyond the raw lit uh my favorite one is the blue raspberry jolly ranger that is a personal favorite of mine i mean i love and i can't go wrong with the raised brand energy drinks or a standard uh cup of coffee really uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes two creamers no sugar because obviously i am dieting uh still trying to diet. I mean, like I've kind of been a lot more polite with myself in recent times. Um, so do, do you it, like, at what point like, do you get to like, um, the, the, the venue like hours beforehand, do you have to do that or at um, this point, you can get there a little bit before showtime? 
normally I try to get there before showtime. I my, my I'm I'm a very punctual person. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, and I carpool with a couple other people too. Oh, um, nice. Yes, so we, you know, and I'm blessed and fortunate enough to have them in my life to come with me and, you know, sometimes it'll be vice versa. I'll drive and they'll come with me and mm-hmm. we'll just get to the show as soon as possible, get ready, get situated and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, really, it's just like from there, I mean, like I, I typically try to get my workouts out. I don't like working out a day of show because, yeah. you know, your mind you have to be you know focused you want to be relaxed you want to mm-hmm. you know get to talk to everybody talk to the promoter talk to everybody see what's going on see where your place is at on the card um, do you feel anxious at this time like before um, I, in my early years i was very anxious i mean like you still here's the thing if you don't have butterflies uh-huh. before that before you hit that curtain and your music hits you know you should stop that's one of the things yeah. that i was that i was taught is what i've learned Matter of fact, I've had a lot of stuff going through me. Um, and this past weekend, uh, I did WXW's 25-year anniversary. I was at a show, and that uh-huh. was really awesome. That was so cool to do. Um, and just getting together with, um, you know, Alpha Pops and uh, his daughter Vale. Actually, now I'm thinking about it, Pops actually was not there. He was actually watching it from his house. It's crazy oh, okay. that man. That man is such a busy, he's such a busy guy and he's such a, you know, he, he's a great knowledge and a great mind for this business, in my opinion. I'm so privileged and honored and Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, and I'm very good. And Vale, and uh, his daughter Vale, and, you know, mom, Lynn, you know, uh-huh. just, the Anawai family, it, it never ends. It's I know, it keeps, like, <laughs> one after the other, it just keeps happening. <laughs> I mean, it's been going on for years, decades. Right. Not only that, but, um, you know, there's a lot that really get prepared for. Like, it feels like WWE, honestly, in my opinion. If I, if I was at WWE and, you know, being at WXW, that's what it feels like, you know, because uh-huh. look where Pops came from. I mean, look. Yeah. Awesome for the years and years and needless to say um you know i had a good show i had a good match got, uh-huh. got the w and matter of fact went right on over to cfwe which was about 55 maybe an hour away and okay. picked up another w so it's a pretty my, good weekend two and out yeah. undefeated i have to say my my weekend was really really good to say the least yeah I, I, nice I can safely and resoundingly say that. So. Are you are you in brother brothers in arms right so, now? So, um, I'm still being okay. under initiation. Okay, I'm that's still, what I thought. So I'm still trying to go through the process. I mean, sure. We did one show. We got the W. Well, I uh-huh. got the W. I should say. Yeah. Nice. Just putting the work in. No, no big no, deal. No. And uh, and in Alabama, we we, we kind of didn't. So I mean, one and one. It's not bad, but okay. you know, can only go up. Oh, it's only up from here. Yeah, I mean, are you kidding me? So we'll see what uh, we'll see what Magic City holds for us September twenty fifth. You know, awesome. So you 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 live in Florida right now, and you also grew up there. Uh, yeah, I've been born and raised. Uh, originally from South Florida. Uh, okay. Believe it or not, Miami. Ironically, where the go. Oh wow! <laughs> like um, your mailing address was Miami, Florida. Uh <laughs> Not exactly. No, um, it was near Miami. Uh, Vero Beach. I was in Vero oh, Beach. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Okay. It's not not terribly far from Miami, but you know, I mean, I could safely say that I was a bit born and raised. I used to go yeah. to. Um, That's I like how I say I'm in Chicago. I'm, I'm not too far from it. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, bears for life. Am I right? <laughs> um. So, what, did you have? Uh, hon, do you go to the beach every day when you live down there? I love going to the beach. I, I mean, it has been, I mean, my wrestling schedule has been a little flexed mm -hmm. at the same time. So it's been kind of hard for me to go to the beach and go out for a run and stuff like that. I've kind of contemplated to just doing my thing, getting my mm -hmm. workout in and um, playing my video games. I love nice. playing video games. What I, games I, do you play, may I ask, unless that's private? No, go ahead. Um, <laughs> what games do you like? Um, I am a big big wrestling game fanatic i i know that's kind of a little on the nose and a little cliche for me no, to say but i, I haven't say. met many wrestlers who are like first of all as honest as that and like actually that's their genre that they love go on i this is this oh is yeah very no um i uh, it's crazy i own wwe 2k18 and you know i have like a whole like saga storyline that i just i play out and i kind of just you know did you make yourself uh i've had people make me I've had okay so you've like downloaded you if you wanted to uh well i have downloaded myself uh, -huh. uh for 2k20 i haven't really i can't do it on 2k18 i mean i have toys with the oh, idea okay. of making myself but you know that's that's a lot of work to put in for this beautiful I know it really is. <laughs> like back in the day I made one of myself and it took like a week. Like now I can't even imagine like every single move like having to Oh, so, having all the motions and all the, you know, the theatrics. The entrance is the easy part. All I do is well as funny as this is and he just got announced for ARW, uh Dirty Dango, uh fan. Oh Dango, really? Johnny Curtis. I use his entrance, yes. When, you know, those those hips may not lie to Johnny Curtis, <laughs> but Jerry Sproles has a bigger ass and you know, we'll see if that could get put to the test. I'm not you know, I'm not I'm just throwing stuff out there, no big deal. Sure, sure. But when um, the pandemic first started, I hooked up my Nintendo sixty four. So I've been playing, you know, No Mercy and WrestleMania two thousand nice. and uh, Revenge. I actually own a Game Boy SP. And I really? actually have a lot of old school. Yes, I have a lot of old school games. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, wow. Um, yes, I have a lot of, actually, as a matter of fact, if I go through it, but it's in my dresser right now. Uh, I have a, the, 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 I have a lot of the old Nickelodeon games because I was a big Nickelodeon kid growing up. Oh, okay. Well, th that's, that Game Boy sounds perfect for like going to the bathroom. Not, yes. you know what I mean? Like when you have just to sit there busy, for a few minutes. And, you know, you've traveled through so long and you know, you just, you know, you're bored and you get tired of looking at the news media on your phone. So it's like, and you don't really have enough storage on your phone to like download apps. So you just use your Game Boy SP and yeah, totally. the little, uh, the little game, game box and just turn it on and kind of, wow, it made me sound old game box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old either too, ironically. So, sure. Uh, but for yourself, you're old. Exactly. You're it's, the oldest you've ever been in your life. I mean, in your to world, hit, to hit. I mean, shoot, to actually make it to the age that I'm at right now, it's kind of awe-inspiring in what I've done and what I've been able to accomplish so far in my career. And that's coming from all the training and all the hard work and just everything that's 
kind of come my way. It's been nothing but a blessing, really. It's, it, it sounds like the life of a superhero. When you well, were when you were a little boy down in, in Florida, do you, do you take advantage of going to the beach every day or appreciate that you live on the beach? Or is I mean, it just... For me, like, you know, it's just, it's awesome to really just see that view and to still, like, have the mm -hmm. access to even, like, go to a beach, really. Because I know, like, you know, when the pandemic first broke out, you know, it was kind of hard going to the beach. Like, yeah, sure. You, you can't really go around and, you know, like, the whole thing with, you know, social distancing, wearing face masks, you know, mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine suntanning while wearing a face mask. So even then, you know, that's kind of. Yeah, that, that would be. My, my day <laughs> and on several levels yeah. did you have did your whole family live down in florida when you were um, growing up my mom actually has family up in georgia alabama and, okay but they and my dad was born and raised in florida so okay not, and um i've got other family from north carolina as well too so it's just it's kind of a little out there kind of thing in the same region but not necessarily the same state not necessarily far away really i mean like if you were to take a plane of course but yeah regardless, needless to say everybody's like in one big little happy circle sure did you yeah. uh did you have siblings i do i have a 14 year old sister uh, oh so a sister. big age difference yes a little bit of a big age difference so and even then seeing her every seen her every once in a while and still seeing her grow up it's uh Pretty, pretty interesting, you know? Yeah, I'm you sure. Know, in my opinion. <laughs> um, oh, go ahead. Well, are you, do you have a relationship with her? Uh, I have a, I would say a pretty good relationship. She used to come, she used to come to a lot of the shows. I mean, she's focused on schoolwork and stuff like that. Sure, so like, sure. And she's it, doing great. For, I mean, like she's doing fine last time I talked to her, last time I seen her, so. When she know, gets in her twenties, then you guys will be able to relate a little better. I believe it. No doubt. I no. I had half brothers who were 16 and 18 years younger than me, you know, and, oh, wow. and we could, I couldn't relate to them until, you know, they were in college or in their twenties. And then we could talk about the same stuff, you know, right. and relationship got really uh, good at that point. Exactly. Enough about, enough about me. <laughs> uh, what was your personality like in, uh, in uh, growing up as a kid? Oh, wow. I mean, it was a bit of a transition from kind of the guy that you, the Jerry Stores you see now to yeah. the boy that you saw back in high back in high school and middle school, sure. even elementary school. I was very, uh, it's great. It was weird. I was not like most kids at first. I was kind of quiet. I didn't okay. really, I actually got put in a special class where they thought that there was something wrong with me and that I had a speech problem, um, believe it or not. And hmm. no science. Yeah. Know, but it um it kind of it kind of struck a nerve with my dad it kind of struck a nerve with my dad and you know after getting out of elementary school and transitioning over to middle school officially he realized that you know he's fine he doesn't really have anything wrong with him did you think something was wrong with you like were you aware of that, you know, that that's why they put you in this class i i guess for my sake like i just never I just kind of went with everything really i was not uh -huh. really like paying attention to what was going on or like why until like i hit 13 years old really you know mm -hmm. that was when like stuff kind of like made me realize at such a young age because my mom has um my mom passed away back in september actually oh, uh, oh my god time. i'm so sorry 
she, you know, she, she never got the chance to really see me wrestle. I mean, like I was blessed and fortunate enough to go see her before the pandemic broke out, but oh, thank God. You know, she, um, no, I think, you know, she's an angel up in, up in heaven watching. Yeah. Me. She's with you every day. Absolutely. And I think, um, for me, my mom was always very protective. She mm -hmm. always wanted me, but she, she loved wrestling so much, just like as much as I did. I mean, my dad was the one that was originally that got me into it. But, yeah. And so much so that I don't think he expected me to do the things that I did. But Did, you, did uh, your mom and dad prior to you, but well, prior to making you, obviously, um, did they watch wrestling together? Like, uh, were they into well, it before you were even... Well, it's funny because my parents divorced when I was young and okay. my dad was the one that was heavy into wrestling. My mom and I would try to watch it at least like when it came on live, like Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. And this uh -huh. is like back in 2007, 2008. Okay. I, mean, I was pretty heavy into it back then. You know, that my favorite wrestler at the time was Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy was a personal favorite. My all-time favorite, believe it or not, Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn is really? one of my all-time favorites. Yes. I That's love I've never heard that. Nothing Billy wrong Gunn. with it. No, I love Billy Gunn. I, I, uh -huh. my, my, I think one of my earliest memories of him was, I mean, his iconic music, you know, the the ass man. That's kind of a, a play on to what I do, the suck uh -huh. my ass. So, the ass man, it, it, it blends well. It blends well. It gens well, as uh -huh. weird as that makes sound as I'm putting my hands like this. Um, but no, Billy Gunn was one of my favorites um, growing up, and I've actually gotten the chance to meet him a couple times. He's oh, he's a cool. lot taller. He's a lot and taller in person. Each day that he is still in the business is incredible. Oh, it's and the it's, shape it's, that he's in, and, and remarkably so. Like, and the fact that he's going to team up with his own sons, Austin and Colton. It's I've amazing. actually met. I've actually met Austin too. Austin oh, really? Austin. Oh, he's cool. He's so so cool. He was very. Uh, I think this is before like he was starting to get released and doing more matches. I actually took a uh, Sean Spears seminar oh, at cool. uh, Pro Wrestling 2.0, and mm -hmm. I remember um, Billy Gunn was there, Tyler Breeze was there, uh, Peyton Royce was there too. Wow! Um, and this was at the time when she was signed with WWE. Mm -hmm. This is when like um, Austin and Austin was in that class. This is when Austin was just starting to get released to doing matches, and I got to actually like be in the tra same training ring with him and actually got to know him and talk to him for a little bit he's a cool dude he's is really it cool surreal at first like being what, in the ring with him uh you know i mean like after i was i've been in it i was in it for three and a, i've been in it for three and a half years now and back then mm -hmm. like when i was in it, it was kind of like uh, you know billy's goosebumps you know I, I i still kind of i mean like i try not to show goosebumps as much sure as sure of course and, uh, grow and adapt to that but like at the same time you know that's your idol you know that's mm -hmm. that you who you've seen do the famous there's so many times who you've seen wrestle a train who you've seen wrestle team up with hardcore holly who and i know i'm naming all the stuff that was not as memorable as it was in the attitude era of course but like that was the billy gun that i got to get sure to. sure even in tna too i mean you know i thought his tna run was you know in my opinion a really good run so, yeah, he's never like boring, you know, no, like no. he can always go. It sucks that he never really got that push for I know. because like when, I, when he became the one, I thought that was going to be his, you know, big push, but it never, never I came. Think the situation with that was, I think it's just like 
you know, you can only do so much with, with the ass man, really. But totally. I, I thought you could. I thought you could do a lot with it, honestly, in my opinion, as a WWE champion. But that's just my opinion, you know. Yeah, he could have gone to proctology school and they could go story after. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm no booker, nor am I a writer. Would you say that uh, the kids that you went to, like, middle school and high school, would you think that the ones that you don't keep in touch with, Right. Would they be think it was weird? Not weird. Um, would they be shocked that you became a pro wrestler? I mean, the ones I stayed in touch with now are still kind of shocked about it. I still kind really? of, I still have a couple people that I, I I'm kind of in touch with, but like not as much anymore. I mean, very uh-huh. none of them have really been to a show. The only person that I know has been to a show was an old coworker of mine at Publix, and you know that's. That's pretty cool, you know. I mean, yeah. it's like they say, you know, you have all of these followers that are behind you, and then there's that one person that was always there from day one. So that's yeah, that speaks a lot of volumes to me. I mean, I still, I still keep in touch, and there's a lot of posts that I make when I'm on my Instagram, and I still get them every now and then. Message of, oh, this is so cool. Oh, that's and nice. Thanks, man. So, so when know. did you? Can you even like pinpoint the time where you're like, I'm gonna do this? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find a trainer. Oh, it was right after high school. Right after. Did you high had, school. Were you planning on that? Was that your after high school plan after no. you graduate? Believe it or not, no. I mean, it was a second plan, but like you know, the first plan that I wanted to do originally was um, it was go to college or uh-huh. you know, take the ASVAB and uh, learn how to be a culinary arts in the military in the, the Navy. But cool. I think just for me, it was. Um, it's just I really loved wrestling so much, and it was like I sat down. I remember this specifically. I was sitting down uh, in my lab class mm-hmm. in high school, and I remember just sitting there, and I just was just thinking, like, what am I going to do after this? Like, you know, my yeah. graduation's coming up soon, and you know, I'm working, I'm working this like grocery store job. I'm still trying to make ends meet, mm-hmm. and it's like, what? what's really what's more than that you know i mean like there's nothing here's my thing i love my country i would serve mm-hmm. it no matter what if i had to if, sure. if the draft happened if the draft came back proud and proud and be would serve it in a heartbeat sure but the more you think about it the people that come out out of it or even the people that a couple of the kids that i knew just got disqualified and it was like my little circle that i had of friends in high school mm-hmm. and i just kept looking at that and i kept looking at me you know, I was like, I don't want to be disqualified for something, you know, because I'm a very, pri- I'm very prideful of that. You know, I'm very mm-hmm. prideful of what I do and to see that kind of like put a nerve in me was like, sure. oh, give it a shot. Let's get a nut. Let's, let's nudge this. Let's get this a shot. So I took a chance, went uh-huh. to school in Orlando, left there. How did you find out about that? That's um, I found out about that. Uh, well, I found out about a bunch of other schools, and the one that I stuck to officially was Pro Wrestling 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Alex the Bug Portel, and I remember like it was the school went through so much. Like uh, Cedric Alexander was a really, he was a really cool one to come through the doors of 2.0. Uh-huh. Um, Ace Ace Steel when he got furloughed by WWE, he was awesome. Oh, native, cool. native Chicago, native Chicago, by the way. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, Funk's trainer. Heck yeah. <laughs> he, um, I, I actually things. was talking. To him. I talked. I uh, well, he, I messaged. I, I, it's funny. I put a picture uh, of a Throwback Thursday of us in class together, and mm-hmm. I accidentally spelled his name wrong. It's actually not. Uh, 
I believe it's not an E. It, there's an E at the end, or there's not an E at the end. I have to go back and look at the messages. But yeah, he, messaged me, he messaged me and told me, he's like, hey, uh, I'm glad that you're still doing your thing and I'm happy for you. By the way, that's not how you spell my name. <laughs> without the, it's without the E, not me. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, coach. My bad. <laughs> that's hilarious. He got his um, attention. Oh, I did. Yeah. I mean, shoot. He, he still, he, he still knocks, he, he likes them. He pays attention, but believe it or not, a lot of people pay attention to the stuff that you do when, when you don't realize. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a, that's a cool one to me. Um, what do you do? Do you, just, say, do you call there? Or do you show up there? Oh, uh, for wrestling training. I mean, yeah. there's, Your a first lot, one. there's a lot of school. Oh, my first one. Um, I just showed up and really like, you know, I had a hard time kind of, you know, getting my fundamentals down at first. What's uh, the first I, thing that they teach you? And had you ever been in a wrestling ring up to that point? No, not really. I've only seen it up close or maybe uh -huh. the time I ever got close to it was like touching like the, the little canvas part of it. But like, yeah, yeah. Once you get cool in. First time? Um, it was really just like wow i'm really doing this yeah, yeah. i'm hitting the ropes i'm running i'm actually you know bouncing back and forth like this is a, a really cool moment but then after a while you know once you once you've done it for so long yeah you, yeah exactly you, you kind of get in that you kind of get in that mode of like oh, i loved okay. having my own office and it it the, the, it wore off like a day or two later you know like i was gonna say that that office looks where i go cool. to work well, this is my bathroom but i mean like my my real job like it's toilet you know i love it <laughs> yeah i'm not on a toilet i'm not i was gonna say oh there. okay we'd be having uh, a very different conversation right now. no i'm fully dressed completely oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. You're, you're good don't feel you're safe here you're safe i mean don't you know at the, sit and swirl, man. Sit and swirl. <laughs> so that might, might be the name of a talk show. We might have to. Yeah, seriously. We'll All right. So you, to, you we'll, get into we'll, the ring. What's yes. the first thing they have you do? Uh, the first thing they have you do, um, you know, you do your warm ups, mm -hmm. uh, like doing your roles. Were you ready for it physically? Um, at the time no i wasn't like i mean i was kind of in shape but i kind of mm. let myself go a little bit after year one i gained uh 200 pounds and then i gained an extra 45 pounds during the pandemic wait you so gained 200 pounds i gained well no no i shouldn't say i was 200 pounds I oh was, oh yeah, okay no no no, like, oh, wow, no 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 that's be, impressive. <laughs> well still i mean i was still pretty big at the time though if, you, if i sent you yeah. like if I send you, you know, if you look up an old picture of me, you notice how like pudgy and how oh. you know, thick I was. I was a bit like, um, I was kind of like Dick Murdoch, that kind okay. of body shape. But sure. at the same time, you know, there was uh, there was actually one point I had to get uh, sat down and realized that hey, you know, you're a little you're a little out of shape. You know, you got to learn to put back and kind of sure. relax on that. So I mean, I'll 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 say Jason Dugan is one of my one of my closest friends outside of wrestling, you know, he's uh -huh. someone that has helped me out through so much in my career. Actually, he's a very pivotal point in helping me out with the Jerry's roles that you see today. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, now he's open. Uh, Thomas opened up wrestling school, but needless to say, I'll get back to that in a second. Um, okay. He uh, noticed how much weight I gain and how much, like you know, I've kind of dozed off. And I mean, I 
can you blame me for the, I mean, it was the pandemic, number one, mm-hmm. but number two, like, you know, he realized that if I'm going to, at 20, 20 something years old, you know, I shouldn't be looking like that. I should actually, you know, be kind of in shape a little bit. So his girlfriend, uh, right, his girlfriend at the time, you know, had this uh, little weight training program or this little weight loss program that she was selling. And I never was really big into the weight selling or the weight loss kind of programs, but this one actually it works and that's the name of the brand it works i oh, okay yeah i tried these uh apple cider vinegar my main thing was the keto coffee okay. every day i would go into work i would just take a little bit of these pouches get a protein bottle and put water in them and just mm-hmm. shake it up from right there and that was just pretty much my day oh, i still wow. kind of miss those best 60 dollars a month weight like really quickly Oh my God. Like I went from 245 to I'm now 185, about 170, it it bounces back and forth, 179 to 185. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So does the way you eat now, is it changed or you eat the same, but you're smarter about it? Um, I mean, it's changed a little bit. I mean, like I've eat, I've allowed a little bit more carbs. I've been trying to build a little bit more muscle now. I've been trying to finally get that back. And, and I mean, I still am smart with my food. I don't try to overdo it. Like every day, um, and this is a little bit like during and after I got off uh, getting into ketosis, mm-hmm. I would make these little spinach bowls. That was one of the things that was key to me. Spinach, you know, Popeye said it best. Exactly. Spinach out of the can builds the freaking muscles and, uh, you know. <laughs> Um, but really I made spinach. I took a protein. I would take a, I was either Turkey, ham, chicken, steak, whatever I would take. And I would take hummus. Hummus was the key because unlike most, unlike ranch, unlike mustard, hummus actually has the chickpeas. So it's a veggie. Yeah. And I would mix some more veggies in that too. Sometimes it'd be carrots. Sometimes it'd be asparagus. Uh-huh. It'd be really any other veggie mix that up eat that and then drink the coffee and that mm-hmm. was just kind of what started the slow progression of me losing all the weight wow. and even then if i didn't have what i needed i would kind of alternate i would just kind of go and, and try these different little things okay yeah basically so and um, good did, did like did you do you ever get like did did you, I guess is the better question, ever get discouraged, you know, about like having to drop weight, you know, and learning, you know, the business? I mean, at, at that time, like I was, when I was fat, like I was privileged. Like, fat, I, I, I mean, I can say, I mean, here's the thing, you know, if you, you can be the biggest, biggest man in the world, but if you're going to be a big man, be a big man. Yeah. Own it. But, um, <laughs> no, like back when I was like heavier, I, you know, when wrestling was like shut down and everything, like, you know, where I lived in Brevard County, there still wasn't as much restrictions, I guess you say, because it's a smaller county, it's a little smaller town. Mm -hmm. And with, um, with everything that happened, really the, the biggest one for me was like, now I'm going to get, I'm getting my opportunity because I got to do a cinematic match. I'm if you look it up the anything goes purge match with me and uh monstar uh-huh. if you look that match up like 
that was during the pandemic like the year the date like last year it was just that that kind of like made me feel like wow like i'm blessed to be even wrestling right now like yeah that was kind of the start of me starting to lose weight i'm losing okay. lose weight too. like i mean like during that time like so really that's just that was a progression and mm -hmm. even then like mentally it was like wow it, it really does show like how much i need how i need to do this because i might not be doing this much longer i might even be dead by 30. so i, mean, I don't want to say that all that but yeah know. yeah um so like what do you consider like paying dues like do you think you've you've paid dues or is that something that like you never stop paying your dues. i'm gonna be <laughs> yeah I'll be very honest. Mm -hmm. You never stop paying your dues in this business. Nobody ever does. No one I mean, does. Like, the thing about that is if you're new, like, I guess this would be kind of my advice. If you're brand new and mm -hmm. like you want to get out there, like, go to show, go out of your way to go see these shows, whether you live in your local town or whether you want to go out of state and you really want to be a part of that show. Mm -hmm. it, it, it never hurts to go out and go up to a show up to a state and travel and carpool with people that want to just mm -hmm. that do like because that's what jason that, i'm going to keep using him as an example but that's how jason Dugan got his start he went out and traveled and and wanted an opportunity so that he wanted to wrestle and i went i I want, and he would go to these shows and may not get booked, may get booked as a referee and then, you know, showcase what he has as a wrestler. Yeah. And show him his stuff and then be booked, come back the next time, really. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, setting up the ring and tearing down the ring, that's another big part if you're just brand new into the business, too. That's that's a big, big deal. Have you ever had to do that by yourself? Put up a ring? Never. Okay. I've never had to do it by myself. <laughs> I mean, I've had to do it. I, I, I've, I've had to help out a lot with, mm -hmm. with setting up and tearing on rings. And I think one of the first ones I did it uh, was up in Georgia and, you know, God mm -hmm. bless him now, but uh, Jerry Stevens, he ran uh, Georgia Wrestling Extreme, which is a AIWF uh, promotion. Mm -hmm. And he saw how, you know, I came, it's a bit of a long, it's a bit of a long story, but like, I kind of, gave off a bad first impression i guess okay. i could say like i didn't want to it wasn't the impression that i guess he was looking for uh -huh. and the next time i came back you know i came in as a favor for a friend stayed after the show tore down the ring and jerry noticed that like dang this kid came all the way from florida with his friends wanted a good opportunity next time i see him i'm gonna get him booked on the show it's really how much do you want how much of the work do you want to put in like, yeah how, yeah how much sacrifice are you going to take because i've I've seen a lot of people sacrifice and I see a lot of the people that put in the work and you know, I've, I haven't seen a whole lot of it, but I, I've seen the ones that want and that don't want it basically is what I'm going to say. Okay. So, you know, I, I'd say for, for other people that are also brand new, like, you know, that are only like 10 matches in, you know, sure. start developing the character, start getting something like what, what makes you, you, what sets you apart? It's, Something that uh, actually Loki, um, who has another one of the coaches who I've gotten the chance to train with at 2.0. Uh -huh. Why are you here? You know, what is your purpose? Are you here to make money? Are you here to do this, that, the other? Or are you here to conquer this? Like, you want to be on top of the world. Is is I'm here for the money ever an acceptable answer? 
wrestling is however you perceive it. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. It's if you're in it for that, I mean more pa- I, I I I don't want to say the wrong thing and mm-hmm. you know, I guess like if if you want it for money that bad and you want to make a living, there are ways to do it, but at the same time, you know, you're going to realize you could have work for that money, you know. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. You got to go out there and you got to make a you got to make an earning. Cool. Just go to all these shows, put your name out there, get this out there, put that out there, make sure you're doing this right, make sure you're doing that right. Pay attention to where your cameras are, the yeah. angle, and really just kind of that's kind of how I see it. Me, like the biggest goal for me in you know, I I, I have a set goal in a few years and I want to go to the UK. Like besides mm-hmm. WWE, you know, being mm-hmm. signed any being signed to any major company, like I want to wrestle for the United Kingdom, like for England, for Scotland, for yeah, Ireland. That'd be cool. The world, obviously, when the world starts opening back up again, like I want to start going out there, start going to the to the UK and just kind of getting my name out there, branching out there, because I've always yeah. been a fan of the UK scene, like back when it was big. I mean, like it got popular in like the 2000, the early 2010s. So that would be amazing. And so, do you just have to like make connections of people out there? I, if you're really like trying to get that, trying to get to it and trying to get out there, like Mm -hmm. your best bet is to make connections, like to know some people. Obviously, like I said, you know, if you want to be like, this is a good one. I didn't even realize, I didn't even know about this, but like, Mm -hmm. When Kevin Steen or when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, when they were El Generico and Kevin Steen, yeah, they would get together, travel to a show, and just kind of hope to be booked, basically, and just put themselves out there. Put their yeah, yeah, there. that's kind of inspiring to me, in my opinion, because those are two guys that have been best friends and that wanted to get on the show, share the same passion, share the same mm-hmm. drive, and they went out. And traveling to god only knows where i'm hoping to get the like that's yeah yeah that's some real dedication honestly so and it's a, and it makes for an amazing story you know like a nice story arc yeah like of putting in all that time um how often do you add to like your move set I mean, like, do you have to go slow at first and then? I mean, as long as my ass is out there, that's. Yeah, yeah, you need that, obviously. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not stupid. I'm uh, No. I am. No, no, I am. My wife. No, says, you were not. Stop it. No, I think I might be, actually. Like, oh, if you, it was my. measured by numbers. You put me but on go your on. Show. Yeah, you're again. Me, listen, you're good to me. You yeah, put me totally. On your I, you're I doing the right judgment. thing. <laughs> um, so, so the, do you have to be careful? You're not taking some a move that someone else is using in their like repertoire. Um, I've had a lot of workers that I that have been ten less ten matches in, and you know I've gotten the chance to work with Swoggle or the Colognes or anything, mm-hmm. or um, even well, obviously I got Cesar Bononi uh, coming up this Saturday. <laughs> ARWA Man Slam on Fight TV cheap plug. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm gonna plug it. Oh, bad. Awesome. Sweet. Um, no, I mean, like, if you know someone's less experienced than Mm -hmm. you, you know, you got to work with what you got to work with. You have to kind of still be the aggressive guy. Like me, I have a character. I'm able to work with whatever and make Uh make something look as as goober and or green as 
the other, as the less experienced person mm -hmm. is, you know, I'm able to make up for it with the with the cell, with the character work, with the eccentricness. Depending on if I'm, yeah, yeah, you know, playing one of the either roles, either roles really. So, um, how many hours per week do you like put into pro wrestling? That is a very good question. I, I me wrestling is twenty. To me, wrestling is twenty four seven. Obviously, yeah. I do have an. I I do have, and I I do have another job, of course. But at the yeah, same time, yeah. You, know, you got. Are you putting in like additional like 20, 30 hours then for wrestling? Like I you mean, know, working out and training, performing. Oh, absolutely. At least four, three to four, four to. Oh, I'm trying to get the five days, but four, three mm -hmm. to four days. Typically, I try to get into the gym and just kind of get my workouts in, do my routines, try to make sure my cardio is up. Yeah, um, yeah. I try to watch at least a couple wrestling matches at least two times a day. Oh, now as a fan yeah. or to you know, just to kind of study, see like okay, this, this makes sense, that makes sense, you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll even watch some of the coaches that I've rushed, that I've gotten to work with, watch some of their matches. Oh, cool! Just kind can, of, can you watch wrestling as a fan anymore? Uh, see, I think yes and no, mm -hmm. in the aspect of like you know, me for, for me, it's kind of weird. Like the holidays have just happened, and you know, my birthday comes up. It's kind of like nice to just sit back and relax and just kind of yeah enjoy like one of those shows and just kind of you know see what's going on see how the whole show is because i've just I've, I've i've i'm almost not, I'm, I'm about to go on four years and just kind of really see everything for what it is and like see most of it like you know and i i recently went through some stuff you mm -hmm. know personally and i kind of internally had to fix all that and i just now getting back on my feet finally and you know just kind of now getting this interview finally really mm -hmm. kind of just put me in the right mindset kind of put me in the right sure. mind like this is all a humbling experience and don't let it just remember where you came from and also at the same time don't get so comfortable in this little switch because if you do then you know shit will go sour i, I have I don't a know if curse on here or not but no that's fine you're an adult okay. <laughs> <laughs> or human i want to make sure i just want to make no, sure no, it's all good don't worry about it i don't care my, kids my ass <laughs> yeah no my kids say the craziest stuff to me um but awesome. one last like wrestling i have a ton more questions we're gonna have to do a part two but I, one question i want to ask you before i almost let you go, um, go are you able to like step outside of yourself your wrestler self and like be proud that like you know, the kid that was watching, you know, uh, Jeff Hardy in 2008, um, are, are you able to step outside yourself? Wow, I'm a pro wrestler. You know, I I kind of have it down to like three different personalities. If, okay. if I can, you know, you have you have Jerry Swirls, the, the Golden Girls favorite. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy that likes old ladies who mm -hmm. can go out there and turn it off on like a switch and then you got your nine to five, Jerry. Uh -huh. you know, has to go to work and has to pay the bills and stuff like that. Then you have the person that you know is is kind of that human, that 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 guy that really can connect with people on mm -hmm. on a lower base level and just really see too how 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 the world is really and like you said like this 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 life is precious mm -hmm. that's one of the best things i can say is this life is yeah precious. it makes sense it can it can go away from you in a heartbeat really so 
I guess it, that's the best way I could say, like, for me, like, as a fan, though, like, you know, I still, I still have that passion. I still have that drive. Yeah. And I, 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 I never forget, like, where, where I come from as an individual, as a nine to five worker and uh -huh. as a wrestler. Like, those three personalities alone are like my, I guess, like my infinity gauntlet. Rent. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, I just one gem f is for this one, <laughs> one gem's for that one, one gem for that one. I guess if I had like one more, um, that would make you the most powerful being on on uh, Midgard or Earth. You know, oh. like holding three of those infinity stones all at once. Infinity, the infinity swirls. <laughs> well, I have a ton more questions, but I also have a wife and two kids and an incontinent dog who all need me. But can I ask you um, five non wrestling related questions? Yes or no? go right ahead okay right. um do you have any like tasteful nudes of any of the or all of the golden girls in your residence <sighs> topless you mean or like kind i don't of... care the yes Provo uh, provocative very very provocative wow, wow. but it's not i wasn't expecting that answer but i'm really impressed um well, okay have you ever been confronted by a Karen? You know, and I'll change it up. Have you ever seen a Karen confrontation? I have seen a Karen at least a few times. I recently saw one, actually. I recently saw a Karen. Uh, believe it or not, I love to, re I love to read a lot of books. Mm -hmm. I, I'm one of those people that still likes to read. Yeah, to hold like an actual books. book. And I remember I was reading um, I was reading this one book, and it's right next door to a yogurt shop. And this woman was specifically looking for this kind of yogurt. I let, and she kept yelling at this coworker, who you know was explaining to her that we don't carry this one anymore. But your item had this, and she specifically pulled out her phone to mm -hmm. show her about the flavor, and that they took that a different coworker said that it was this flavor here, and then this coworker saying something different. And <laughs> I remember I had to like peer over my book, and I had to look over. I was like. Serious, right now? <laughs> Over frozen yogurt. This is the one time that I actually get to sit down and actually enjoy reading a book. I mean, like you know, because English was one of my favorite subjects in high school, mm -hmm. so I love, I love to read. Oh, that's great! All right, question number three: For two point three million dollars, would you spend one night in a coffin with a dead body? Two point three yeah. million dollars. Two point three million dollars. And let me say, it'll be it would be more the the dead body would be more bony than you Ooh. know squishy. Well, I don't really have any options there, but mm -hmm. if it was five million, maybe, but two point three million. Five, you uh, would start considering. It's a bit of a bit of a nail biter. Bit of okay. a nail biter. Okay. Unless well, the dead body. Wait, hold on. Unless yeah. the dead body is Elton John, or if it's um, or if it's be or if it's Betty White, it's got to be one of those two. Big Elton John fan. Yes, I would do it. What about with the but, bones of Christopher Columbus? Ugh, Those are just I bones mean, and dust. The, the founder of America, 
besides the man that revolutionized pop and the, yeah. the old woman who never basically dies. So. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> that never uh, ending story with her. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I, that's a bit of a. We'll talk stretch. about it. In part we'll two, I'll it. bring this up again. That's um, fine. Number four, can you stop um, a car that's about to hit a puppy with your mind? With my mind. Mm -hmm. If I can stop, I mean, that's a bit of an interesting question. Like, so do I now have telekinesis? I, I, that's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of. Hmm. I mean, like I'm reading your mind right now. So, oh. I mean, is this the question you want to ask me? Yes. Okay. So moving on then. Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, are you a fan of LARPing? LARPing? Mm -hmm. I mean, you watch professional wrestling, right? Yeah, that's true. That's there true. You, go. you know, I was thinking more of like Civil War reenactment. Civil War reenactment. I mean, I, I I respect it for for what it is. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen it a, I've seen it a numerous times in uh, a lot of propaganda and a lot of social media and stuff like that. I mean, do what you got to do, man. Yeah. You know, I That's love fair. going. Out. I will say there's an exception to it. MegaCon. MegaCon is a big exception. I haven't been to Meg. I was going to go to MegaCon uh, this year, but uh -huh. unfortunately, a lot of cancellations happened. I was robbed. Uh, missing my opportunity of getting to meet uh is it amy garcia amy garcia from lucifer i i, oh, I was robbed really? of that and i was also robbed of seeing the cast of full house i was robbed of that oh geez yes there was a lot of there was a bit of some cancellations i i don't remember if it was specifically them because they were the main attraction uh -huh. um, oh db woodside he was another one who played lucifer's brother oh okay cool he actually canceled on that one so that oh, was a bit sucks. of a <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get off the air here, I do sure. want to share one interesting story about Megan. Let's hear it. Um, Stephen Amell. I don't know if you know this or not, but your guest, Jason. Dugan, I know Stephen. He's a, big, he's a big fan of Stephen Amell. Mm -hmm. We had the opportunity to go work for MegaCon and be volunteers. Okay. And when we were gifted this opportunity, because Jason has very close friends mm -hmm. uh, that work with the MegaCon, with the con conventions and stuff like that. Yeah. We had to go to the Orange County Convention Center, which there's two different buildings. There's an east side and a west side. The east side is where all the stuff is. That's where you got to meet in and stuff like that. The west mm -hmm. side is very far. Okay. So you've got to make like this whole giant walk up a few flight of stairs and you don't have to make it on time. So we went the west side. So <laughs> we went completely, completely off where we needed to go because I was in a rush. <laughs> to getting us there and we woke up we kind of woke up a little bit late for this and i remember jason was the first person to go check in and he was get, he specifically requested to go to stephen amell's booth okay they said no but yeah. i come in a few minutes later after i just parked the car go upstairs hey you're working stephen amell's booth oh uh okay did you not realize i came in at the same time as yeah jason? <laughs> so jason <laughs> he gets put to doing all the grunt work he gets to be the flag man to oh, help no. him flag up and down the people to go do all the photo booths he has to go running around doing this doing that i'm sitting <laughs> right next to where superman who was on supergirl and yeah. Stephen amell and uh the small bill superman all were in line and i was basically one of the not security guards but got to have that role and Jason found out about that. He was oh my oh. god, yeah, that's kind of, he was he, must, he must have felt <laughs> awful. 
he was very hot with me that day. So. Like if you had come in before him, it could have been the opposite, right? Maybe, maybe, and I wow. would have probably been doing all the grunt work. But you... I eventually, um, I eventually gave him a. I bought him a photo booth with uh, Stephen Amell just to make up. Oh, that's nice. $90, $90 later. You know what you should have gotten him? You, instead of that, you should have gotten him a picture of you and Stephen um, yes. Amell. And you, and you both autographed and gave it to him. I think in my opinion, that would have been a perfect <laughs> Yeah, totally. In my opinion. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, did you say you're wrestling on the 25th of September? Yes. Atomic Ooh. Revolutionary Wrestling's Wham okay. Slam. Three, two. I Three. don't remember. I, I have to remember the numbers, but it's Wham Bam Slam on pay per view. Nice. Fight TV, $9.99. That's okay. $10 you can spend. You have, yeah. you have the one and only Cesar Bononi from ARW of the uh -huh. Women. You also get Paola Blaze from 90 Day Fiance, and you get Jazz. Oh, wow. Um, the only jazz who is on a retirement tour right now and she will be actually in the you know the one and only jazz's extreme retirement gauntlet match wow and and believe it or not she is the main event of that show so if oh, you're a fan really of women's cool. wrestling if you're a fan of women's wrestling mm -hmm. if you're a fan of any pro wrestling if you're a fan of extreme wrestling uh-huh you want to come see if you can't come and see you have fight tv at the palm of your hands $9.99 and if you want to check out some of the other extreme takeover thursday episodes on fight tv you can do so as well oh okay that's good to know um jerry thank you so much and I, like i said i have a, a bunch more questions for you so well, hopefully hope you'll come on again soon i would uh, love to okay good good because uh, i really do mean that um, all right, but until then, stay uh, healthy and safe and sane, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much, Brad, for this interview. I really oh, my pleasure, Jerry. I really appreciate it.